0: He said, hey, Sid. Hey, How's it going? It's going great.
1: <laughs> I know when my voice goes up that high, you probably don't believe me. <laughs> that was, that's so aggressive. <laughs> I realized that my my whole family makes fun of me because I do this thing, and they saw it in action ones, like, to make fun of each other. If we're upset about something, are, we, like, have our voices go up, like, six octaves as a joke, but then they all saw it in action one day when they said something that I, like, severely disagreed with and then was also upset about. And my voice jumped, like, six octaves. And my dad looks at me and he goes, I saw it! That was it! That was the thing. And it's actually real. And it's actually real because my voice really does go up that much <laughs> when I'm, like, hot about something. All right. But that was a genuine, like, everything is great. I'll bring it down to, like, a normal octave. That was quite a long <laughs>
0: explanation. Anyway, what is your update this week? <laughs> I am switching up my workout routine Yes uh still maintaining the routine of it, sure. but actively getting outside for a workout as we've talked about, we did because the mornings are starting to get a little bit cooler. Oh and it's so nice. And it's really beautiful outside and the looking up and out mm. doing a nature walk. like I feel like for me where I walk, it's like a little bit of nature. There's water nearby. It's very refreshing, and I feel like those are my favorite things. And so, it's really like what's most lovely about an early morning walk is the cute little old men
1: that are walking around. I know. I thought you were gonna say squirrels or birds.
0: (laughs) No, they're like the older gentlemen are doing their morning walk and they're to get their workout in, and they're so sweet. Do they and give they you always, a little wave? They do a little nod and a hello or a good Aww, morning, and that's they're sweet. Super sweet. But more importantly, <laughs> I'm outside breathing fresh air, and I I feel like that's such a nice way. And you're looking up and out to start my week, mm-hmm. um, or when the weather is appropriate to like just get up and do that. And I think it's partly because I I know winter. It's not. That's a
1: lie that someone (laughs) told you. (laughs)
0: And so I'm like, it's beautiful out. It's not 95 degrees today. Yeah. Get your butt outside and savor it. Yes.
1: I think that's awesome. And I also think you should form a walking group with the little old men, if I might be so bold as to suggest a thing. But I also think that it is so good for you for that like mental piece of it, not just to like be getting your workout in, but you've been working on the up and out. And I really think there's no better place to do it than out, like Mm -hmm. out the outdoors. And I think this is great. And I almost might venture to say, in addition to forming your walking group with your neighbors, is to also see if you could do it into the chillier months. Because I think Probably. there's something incredibly invigorating about walking or running outdoors. If it's not like frigid. But even as like winter
0: comes. Like a fall, like a crispy aired fall walk. Yes, because then not you have Not to get tri- too excited about fall.
1: We are not going there. But we are talking about as our seasons change, as they continue to do, we throw a couple layers on. But I found when I was running... I really enjoyed a winter run because it made me feel like super alive, (laughs) you know? So I think I'm going to challenge you to do that one time. Okay.
0: One time. Maybe not a winter run because I don't, I'm not a jogger. A winter walk. I could handle a winter walk. I've got some ice spikes for you so you don't have to worry about the sidewalks whoa yeah okay this is too aggressive (laughs) it's still
1: summertime anyway i'm really excited (laughs) that this is something that you're doing and i'm glad that you're enjoying it
0: (laughs) it's so lovely and uh it's just really nice to like really take in the season in that way and it feels nice to start the day outside i like that especially because we sit inside on computers all day you and i
1: yeah just straining the eyeballs all day
0: that's why i wear glasses I know
1: I really should get those fun glasses that everyone has <laughs> that helps their eyeballs with the blue light. Blue light glasses. Is that what it's called? Could work. Maybe someday I should do that. What is your update? One of our former, but I, you know, I was thinking about this. She's not a former because she still inspires us. So I think none of past episode references. Yes, none of these women are our former women inspiring Team QS. They are our c- continuing to <laughs> inspire Team QS. Um, Stacey Abrams, she is still kicking butt out there, as we knew she would. Although yeah. she did not announce any running for any of the any things, which is
0: totally fine. Do your thing. Girl. I had a feeling that she was going to be like, I'm not yet,
1: not yet, and I I think that that is totally okay because as we know, she was running on the platform of voting rights and making sure that voting was free and accessible to. Everyone, everyone, and we know that for a lot of different reasons, that's not the case in a lot of different states and counties. And as you drill in, there are unfortunate circumstances, aka some of our elected officials are making it impossible for people that should have the ability to vote to not have the ability to vote. So Stacey Abrams launched Fair Fight 2020, which is an initiative that will name aim to educate around all things voting, encourage voter participation, and promote fair elections around the country, especially in Atlanta, where she was unfortunately not the successful candidate in her 2018 run. I am super excited about this because this is my update because we're obviously on the cusp of a very important election coming up in 2020. You know that this is something that I think about. I'm trying to educate myself around as much as possible, but this is, I think... And if anybody was hoping for like a presidential run from Stacey Abrams, I apologize I'm about to say this, but I think this is what she is meant to do right now is fight for, and Fair Fight has been her organization around voting rights for some time now. We talked about it during that episode that we featured her, but this is really exciting. And there are ways to support Fair Fight 2020 through like donating and educating yourself around voting rights and seeing what you can then like Dispersed your own communities, but I am really excited about this, and I am happy to see her out there, like doing something. I know she was doing something, but this was like her big launch was this organization and this initiative.
0: Right, and it's awesome too to know that like the thing that unseated her, or like that's probably not the right term, but like prevented her from from securing the win. Securing the win had to do with this and like there's an element of like run for president and like change it from the top down but like we all know that that's not really how it works right and to be doing it at the state level the local level makes such a big difference and to kind of like think about it as like an expansive cross-country expedition absolutely is a really big deal and i think uh, this is exactly right Absolutely.
1: I am super excited to see how this pans out and what changes it does make as we move toward the 2020 elections. Um, so that's my update is that I am behind this a thousand percent and I will be donating any extra, you know, my, my extra funds that sometimes go to coffee <laughs> will be going to this because this is one of those things that you're like, okay, this is, this is, this can make change happen. I see the bigger picture. I see, you know, boots on the ground being able to to do this thing. So I'm excited about this. And I want to say I am so glad that we, you know, picked Stacey Abrams as one of our Women Inspiring Team QS because she just continues to deliver. And she's phenomenal. Sure thing. Yeah. So that's my update.
0: <laughs> Give it to me straight, Sid. What are we talking today?
1: We are talking about nominating yourself we are talking about advocating for yourself and for a very specific reason among all of the emmy nominations articles that i read which of course you know were many all, all of them <laughs> because it is the kickoff to award season and i am super duper excited side when note, is it septiembre septiembre it's the 22nd cool i believe it's a sunday obviously um Side note: Fosse Verdon finally watched it, and it's up for a bunch of Emmy nominations. It is so good. Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams are the truth. Like they're just phenomenal. Going back, I to didn't.
0: I'm very excited right now because all the things that I watch have ended. Fosse Verdon. It's on
1: Hulu. That's the only Oops. reason I could watch it. It's because it was on uh, FX, and now it's streaming on Hulu. Okay. So Note note to you all. Perf. Anyway, going back to the issue at hand. So of all of the Emmy nominations articles, the one that really stood out because of all that it entailed um, was a trait that I don't feel I have yet, but would desperately like to try to do better with. And that is the article, I think it was from Vogue. And it was about Gwendolyn Christie, who played Sir Brienne of Tarth on Game of Thrones. She was not one of the actors nominated for their work on the show by the network. So as we know, Game of Thrones is on HBO, which means that HBO is responsible for nominating whoever they'd like from their programs for Emmy nominations, SAG award, all of those things. Um, and so because she wasn't nominated by the uh, platform, no. What's the right word for that? The network? The network. Thank you. I think I've already said it six times. (laughs) It's (laughs) left my brain. Um, So she went ahead and did it herself. And she got the nomination. Which I was like...
0: So many slow claps,
1: yeah. When that happened, it was really cool because she's fierce, she's fierce. She is fierce in that show, she is fierce in real life. There's that one picture of her oh. like spinning her dress from the uh the premiere, and I just am so enjoying that. So, not only was she one, she was one of I think three or four actors from Game of Thrones that nominated themselves, but I think hers. Presented a larger conversation, which is what we're going to get into today, around nominating yourself and advocating for yourself, and how the heck we figure out how to do that. And I think this is an important conversation. Um, because we have a tendency to rely on other people to like sing our praises, and we're always like very humble. And we're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, you don't know how much this means to me. This is amazing. But yet, we are so, and we're like, I'm deserving of that. Like, someone else thinks I'm deserving of that. So then we believe it ourselves instead of figuring out why we don't believe it enough ourselves to do it in the first place and i think there's a lot of reasons for that which is what we will be getting into today around how we can build ourselves up so we do feel confident enough to nominate ourselves and how we finally understand that like no one's going to look out for ourselves the way that we are in any sense and, like, where we might find ourselves self-nominating if we don't happen to be the superstar actor that Gwendolyn Christie is on a superstar show, because that might be a smaller percentage of us.
0: <laughs> but this applies to so many things in all of our lives, mm-hmm. and taking this little nugget of inspiration from uh, from this experience and using it to push ourselves forward right? and think about us and acknowledge us Mm -hmm. our our oneness
1: our oneness and i think you know nominating yourself for an emmy is not an easy process from what i read and understood there is a 250 and fifty dollar nomination fee that obviously the network covered for the people that they nominated but didn't cover for the people
0: that they did not so i also didn't know that you could nominate yourself i didn't either
1: An Emmy. this is a whole other thing
0: another any other award
1: whole other thing we didn't know Had no idea. But there's also you probably have to like prepare your body of work to present to the committee that then will see if you're worthy of the nomination. So she had to do all of those things to then ultimately get the nomination. But I think that plays into the conversation we'll have today too, of like it's not just saying, like, it's not just raising your hand sometimes being like, Hey, pick me. It's the work that goes into It's the proof. Right. Exactly. And how you pull that together and what you need to do to advocate for the work that you do and the greatness that you bring to the table so
0: let's get into it let's talk about that (laughs) so is it selfish or narcissistic or egotistic Mm -hmm. to self-nominate i mean my first reaction
1: would be to say yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) and on the contrary unfortunately like that
1: unfortunately (laughs) is the first thing i think of it was like Oh gosh, why would you ever do that?
0: Yeah, like you ask the question to yourself, Am I am I being like when when these moments come up, if I I'm not being represented here Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I want to show up for myself. Right. I honestly like acknowledging your greatness in this way and like thinking about it with this mentality too is so huge. Mm -hmm. Calling it out to the people who aren't taking notice. Or paying attention, I think is a really important point here too. That's such a power move to say, like, oh, you don't think I'm worthy of this? Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm here about I to am. Go
1: show you <laughs> what
0: I got. Um, but I, I'm sure that it took a lot of strength in that type of situation to do that. And so like thinking about this for, for ourselves in the future too is like realizing that you weren't nominated like she was. And being able to move past feeling defeated in that moment, uh, I think that's, like, a a true sign of strength. Yeah. Because she then said, I know my value, I know my worth, and I'm nominating myself anyway.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. It's really easy, I think, in this moment to feel... Bad about that lack of um, acknowledgement from, you know, your network or your boss or whoever, like, you know, insert situation here kind of a thing. Um, It's really easy to like sit back and feel bad about that and sit with that feeling for as long as it takes or have someone like remind you that you don't suck and things will get better. But there is something to go beyond that and like buck that knowing that you do deserve Whatever it is that you have been passed over for um, or anything in that kind of realm of situation and at least give it a shot is taking control back. It's not letting the circumstance weigh you down and say, okay, I have the power to decide how I'm going to feel about this right now. And by taking control and doing the thing that you were told was not going to be how you were represented means that you get to decide how you feel about that. And I feel like that taking control is exactly what you're talking about around like the power move mentality That is the ultimate power move. Like, I'm going to get to decide how I feel right now, not anybody else that either passed over me or didn't look at me or didn't even think I was capable of, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was so excited about that for her and what it represents for other people to be able to take steps in what
0: they want. So true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also feel like it's a a good teachable moment for all of us to think about the things that we stand for Mm -hmm. and what makes us stand out. Yes. And how do we actually start showing up for ourselves every day? Oh, chills. (laughs) (laughs) And defending, like taking the time to and, and putting the energy into defending our work or our point of view, I feel like so often... I'll fall back on like, oh, they said another thing or like, I don't know how to counteract that and then like letting it slide. Like there is an element of like pushing back on the thing that matters to you and if it's work or if it's personal, like having that reminder as like a daily alert for us is huge because that's like the habit breaker and thinking about what we what we do to to not get walked over in certain situations um or taking experiences like that personally is it's a true challenge right because there's like what you were saying is like there's a piece of it where you could just lay down and say oh i guess i didn't deserve that Mm -hmm. i don't deserve the award right And, and let that be that let that be your story and then that
1: deserve word can get so tricky, too, because I think the way that we have viewed this process of, you know, self-nominating or putting yourself first or that deserve word can just carry a lot of negative weight, unfortunately. Because it's like you're expecting someone else to do the work for you. Exactly. And it's like, oh, who am I to think I deserve a thing? It's like, well, you know. HBIC, you went for it and you did the work and I'm here to tell you that you do deserve it. And it's it's hard to internalize the fact that we need someone else sometimes to get us to that place. We it's it's hard a lot of the time to help us get there on our own, um, and I just I agree with all of this. And I I used to think you know like wait it out and someone will recognize what you're bringing to the table. Like someday someone will see you, someday someone will pick you. Um, but that's just so not realistic. It's not the kickball team in gym <laughs> class. No, you get to step up and be the captain here. <laughs> it's not you know. Whoever the heck your gym teacher is, calling out who the captains are, and I think that is um, that's a game changer when you start to think about the fact that um, you have to be the person that does it a lot of the time. It's not even some of the time. I think it's a lot of the time.
0: I think it's like most
1: most of the time.
0: (laughs) And it's hard because, like, I don't know if this is the nature of what happened in our upbringing a little bit of, like, the nurture, like, the like, over-nurturing. be humble and... And where, but also, like, I I don't get to do this thing until someone, like... Right. Get, like, taps me in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, like, that permission thing, right? If we didn't... I didn't see anybody self-nominate, you know? Like, I didn't see anybody... Because, obviously, like, you know, I'm a kid. What, what am I going to see? Like, someone nominate themselves for an award? Like, that feels a little, like you know not realistic for the time frame but not seeing someone um do something like that when it comes to like an award or a raise you know like we're kids we didn't see that because we didn't have to see that um and we weren't necessarily being talked to about that in school i don't think as much um so why would it ever come up so now when it comes time to do it ourselves we are like desperately seeking something to help us make those decisions when it still might not be there. But when you see something like this article, you're like, how can I apply that to other parts of my life? Like, how can I fit that in where I need it to fit in? Well, yeah, even
0: at the upfront of the conversation, I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> right, right. But I, like, who's who, who's holding those keys? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like, think my mentality
1: about it is already skewed. Right. Well, and I feel like a, a big reason why that that article went as i don't know if viral is the right word i'm not you know hip and cool but you know i think the reason that it landed with so many people and was so clickable was because like people were thinking that same thing of like oh you can do that who knew you could i didn't know you could do that and they were like (laughs) wait what haven't i done right exactly (laughs) like all of these other actors that weren't nominated by their networks were like holy crap like maybe that can be me next year maybe i can give it a shot um, and that's really exciting, but I, I the one thing I think about, and we try to tell ourselves all the time, is like no one's thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you, and that has always only been applied in the sense of like the negative thing like when you embarrass yourself or you trip and fall you're like someone's gonna think about that forever <laughs> you're like no only you are gonna think about that forever but what if we flipped it to think about it in the sense of like no one's thinking about you as much as you are no one's as focused on your work as you are no one's looking out for you like because you are. literally
0: everyone were like an island of individualists yes. in america right who are like i must do like everybody's focused on themselves so. yeah
1: absolutely And that is scary, but also true. And so we need to be thinking about our accomplishments in the sense of like, hey, if I want to get to the next step, I need to figure out how to advocate for myself. At the same time, I think it's really important that since we're having this conversation, we're part of like how many women's groups, right? Like, it goes back to that permission conversation we had about Brittany Packnett and what she talked about. It's like, okay, yes, we need to do this for ourselves. But as the adults in the situation, you know now since I'm like 30, <laughs> it's who are we looking at who's younger than us or in a different place in their career than we are or someone that wants to get into a group that like, you know, is harder to get into for whatever reason. How, how do they break into that Now we get to say, I'm nominating you because I know how hard it is to nominate myself and you might be in that place. So I'm going to help out. But I'm also going to tell you, I'm not going to be here forever to nominate you. So how do we learn how to nominate ourselves going forward? If there's someone that helped you raise your hand, you need to figure out how to do that again for yourself. So I think there's just so much here to dig into that has to start with like us doing it ourselves, but then we have to look back and say like, it's that video like cartoon of like the person below you like picking you up Mm -hmm. and like one after another just keeps doing that um and there's a lot there there you know this could be like six different
0: episodes I'm sure but (laughs) that this is where we're starting yes so with that like taking the time to actually pick the right moment for yourself Mm, that's another thing huge that's a big thing (laughs) the picking the moment because a
1: long time ago I might have picked the wrong moment
0: yeah (laughs) So there's an element of this that's like a really big deal, Mm -hmm. but also part of it is like picking the right moment, but also not questioning yourself. Right. And in that, deciding it's the right time. Yeah. It's a tricky balance. (laughs) It's part weighing your effort in something and also your expertise and the work or the things that you produce and sometimes going beyond expectation like this is partly like a frustrating thing that i think about when it comes specifically when it comes to promotions Mm -hmm. but like so many people are like why haven't i gotten blah 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 and it's like well you're just doing your job right right (laughs) like that's
1: what's required I,
0: i remember having this conversation with uh someone at my last company and they were so annoyed that like in order to get a promotion they had to work like extra hours and like do more projects right and i was like well technically in the way that it's framed here in like the how to get a promotion (laughs) thing you have to like you have to like create your own project right and like see it from beginning to end and like way measure the success of it Mm -hmm. and like the way in a way it's like that's cool because it's empowering you to create something to of your own. Get out there, right? But it also puts so much pressure on the people who are like. Can't I just do my job? Right. And, ha- and is, do it
1: well. Can't that be enough? And I think for certain things, it absolutely is. But I think that also comes into play. Like, what are you getting yourself involved with outside of the space that you work in, too? Like, have you helped the company culture in some way? And maybe it's not a full project. You know, if you're in a position that's not like where you used to work, where you had to like come up with a whole nother thing, see it all the way through, measure its results, and then present it in your, you know, meeting to get the promotion if you're not in that kind of environment like what are you doing to go above and beyond in something maybe outside of your role that shows that you can be a leader when it comes to company culture you can be a leader Mm -hmm. when it comes to supporting or mentoring the people around you like doing things like that that live outside of your immediate job description but also show you to be the leader that you aspire to be like that's what leaders do totally so there's a way to do it
0: and I think uh it's like stepping up for the committee figuring out a solution to like a problem that the company has right right or like jumping on for like volunteer extracurricular work like i think about the people who get 40 under 40 or 30 under 30 or 20 before 100
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's the one i like best the 20 before 100 (laughs) maybe we go that
0: one (laughs) maybe and like you you don't get it's not for everybody right the reason those people get that is because they're do they're going so above and beyond and fulfilling like a set of requirements and so like what are the requirements that you're outlining for yourself right like what do what makes you the most spectacular human That you can be in whatever work it is that you're doing, whether it's personal or professional. Exactly. It can be personal. It does not just have to be professional. But this applies to all places. Yeah. Because, like, maybe the thing that you're trying to achieve is, like, I want to nominate myself for this board position. Right. And, like, you have to step up for that. And that's really awesome to be in that position to say, like, I'm showing up for this. Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think it's, it's you know, when you look at your body of work, and I think this is why revisiting our resumes on a regular basis is so important, is because it does give us an opportunity to take a step back and be like, what have I done lately? And what can I add to this? My dad always tells me, he's like, I think you should be making a list at the end of every day of what you worked on that day, or else it'll get lost and Whoa. you won't remember. And I was like, that's great advice. He told me that when I graduated college in 2011 and I have yet to actually do it but I always think it's a great idea (laughs) but it's it's true it's not enough to just like look at your review or look at your overall broad resume it's almost like writing those cover letters to really dig into the nitty-gritty of the work that you do that is you know that body of work that you can lean into to say like this is why I deserve this step. This is why I feel confident. I'm prepared for this step. Yeah. It's it's so much more than just like the quick scan.
0: I'm choosing me for this thing. Oh,
1: on a shirt, print it. <laughs> I choose me. So many things are created. I know. Watch out for the QS merch line. <laughs> it be coming. I think that this is also a moment where you can lean on your Square Squad a bit. And we know I love my square squad. It's as a reminder, of the Brenna Brown mentality that everybody that you want real feedback from, you ask for, you put them on like a one inch by one inch square. And those are your people. Like those are the people you ask for stuff from. And this is the time that you can like ask your Square Squad, "What do you think about this? That this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what I'm thinking about like nominating myself for based on this amount of work and the things that I've accomplished in this space." And they will be the ones that tell you honestly if you're way off base, if you need a little bit more time, anything like that. Um, I think this is that time that you can really lean into that. And I, I still just love that um, practice. Of picking out those people who are not necessarily like your best friends ever, but the people that know you well enough to like be very honest with you and will not steer you wrong in a place where you really need that kind of support.
0: I so agree because having people that you can, because I feel like there's a little, as you mentioned, there's prep that goes into this process. So Mm -hmm. you're, you need to think about things, evaluate things, compile your portfolio, so to speak, of the work that you've produced or the the things that you've done or the evidence to say, quote-unquote, uh, here's why you should pick me for said XYZ award thing. or yeah. promotion or whatever. And being able to work through that process because it might take some time with the people on your square squad – I have a hard time saying it. Squash rod. Squash rod. <laughs> that works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that makes, that's a h- huge confidence booster mm-hmm. to like work that out with the people closest to you to say, is this where it should be? Am I, am I ready? Right. Right.
1: I think that's great. Practice makes progress. It I sure love, does. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That on a bulletin board. (laughs) In my mind, it's just going back to perfection is unachievable and shouldn't be achieved, but we shouldn't not practice for that reason. It will just continue to make us better and feel better and feel more confident about um, whatever it is that we're looking to accomplish. And so when we talk about practice makes progress, it is how are we practicing this mentality of nominating ourselves for something or self. Advocating or self nominating, um, again, like in whatever space that lives, whether it be an award, whether it be a promotion or a raise or asking for more responsibility about a thing. um, I have absolutely fallen into the trap that, like, self nomination of any kind, much like asking for what you want, (laughs) means that you're not patient or that you need to wait your turn and it'll eventually come around. And I am just so tired of that I feel like I have talked myself out of so many things because someone wasn't picking me to do it or someone Mm -hmm. wasn't saying like it's your time like I am so tired of putting my progress of my career or of my personal life on the back burner because someone hasn't like chosen me to step up or do something different and it's just we're done with that we're over that (laughs) I'm not doing it anymore.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, I think it's also so important to acknowledge that while this is super frustrating, uh, to not get the recognition that we deserve and that, like, as women, as a body of people, mm-hmm. are we, like, continue to have to step up for ourselves. Like, part of it is, like, really? Still? <laughs> <laughs> How is this happening? But, like, there is such an important piece of it that it's acknowledging in ourselves that we can't rest on our laurels Mm -hmm. and expect people to do the work for us or to show up on our behalf and what it actually looks like when we do more to support ourselves and encourage the women around us to self-nominate. So Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like I'm lifting you up and saying, like, hey, check out this person. It's like I'm lifting you up and saying, Hey, you got this. Right. Right. Like you go ahead and you do this because you've earned it. Yeah. Like Absolutely. let me give you one step over the the hurdle.
1: Yeah. And I think there's this this moment where you think, okay, if I'm good enough, someone will definitely notice that. And that might be true at some point. But what if you're new to town and you don't have people that do that for you? Or what if you are new to a company? and you nobody necessarily is going to like nominate you for that thing that program or that like leadership camp or whatever it might be like you know you have the skill to do it there is nothing wrong with going for it and i think we have just been told that there's something like Gross about doing that because it feels gross. Like my immediate feeling about even thinking about doing something like that is like, I don't want to be that person. They're like, (laughs) what will they think? Exactly. Exactly. I think my brain goes to the what will people think of me if I think so highly of myself that I'm going to say I deserve this, I've earned this, and these are all of the reasons why, when in that statement it is I have earned this, and it's thinking about what everyone else will think, and when has that ever served us well? Not ever. (laughs) That's when, (laughs) I don't know, I you know when I read this the first thing I thought of was that was so badass for her to make that move but I also wonder like what she was thinking when you know we're talking about Gwendolyn Christie and that move that she made I wonder what she was thinking when the headlines came out about her doing this like obviously she didn't put that out there someone had to find out I assume that might be a big assumption that I'm making that she didn't hand that to someone and say, like, I did this. I'm making the assumption that she didn't and that someone found out that she did mm-hmm. and then blasted headlines with it. Um and I wonder if she had all those things going through her head, too, of, like, I didn't want anybody to know that I did this because I felt weird about it. Or I felt like, and I just, I think I've put her on this pedestal because, firstly, of the part that she played was so fantastic that, like, of course Sir of Tarth would
0: nominate herself for something because she's fantastic. Redeeming for the, oh, just kidding. I'm not going to say anything because I almost just spoiled a huge part of <laughs>
1: Never mind. <laughs> Brianna is known for fully ruining. <laughs> I almost fully ruined
0: something. Shows <laughs>
1: but that's okie dokie because you saved it. <laughs> but I wonder if she was thinking, like, are people going to think I'm big headed for doing this, mm-hmm. or are people going to think I like I'm not waiting my turn. For doing this and so like the realist in me is like maybe she did but like the fantasy version of myself is thinking like of course she didn't because she's her and she's so cool
0: but she's also never going to play this character again right and right. like she's what, not <laughs> just kidding. thinking about those moments in our own lives of like this is the only time you're doing this right so right step so, up for so yourself freaking go for it i'm just so glad that
1: she showed us and i I, you know, I'm hesitant to be like putting all of the pressure around this moment, but it really felt like when I read it, I was like, holy cow, like I've never felt that I could do that. And I felt super negatively about ever doing that. And there's a reason I felt that way. And I am putting a lot into that moment because I'm like, hopefully this helps so many people the way that I hope it started to help me think that, that this is something I could do. If I feel that I've earned it, if my square squad has confirmed this is a thing that you should go for, um, if all of those boxes are checked, but I still am sitting there being like, but what if it's not my time? Like, what what if I shouldn't do this because of what it represents about me as a person? Like, those are really scary things for some reason to confront. But this is a great first step, I think, in changing that narrative for us. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah.
0: I love it. Yeah, that's good, right? And we will very likely be watching the Emmy Award Show live. I and so hope it goes to her. Uh, posting any and all updates in the coming weeks.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I also just want to say, I think it's really easy to start small with stuff like this, right? Because this is how we talk about most things. Is like, start with one thing. And I fully believe in that for a lot of reasons, for a lot of things. But what if, for something like this, We started really big. What if we went really big? What if we just went for it? Instead of like dipping our toe in the pool of saying, like, hey, can I like co-lead that project? Or hey, you know, I really think that I can do this. Like, I want to think bigger. I want, you know, I talked last week, we talked last week about this is my 30th birthday recently. I'm feeling really good about that moment. I feel like I want to flip the narrative of instead of thinking small, thinking big. Because even what I talked about with Stacey Abrams, like, you would think that thinking big meant running for president. But I think what thinking big meant for her in that moment was seeing where she could make the greatest impact with what she has available. And that's really big. That's really bold. That's
0: going against what everybody wanted for her and doing exactly what she needed to do. And taking a calculated risk that makes sense for the work that you do, the things that you're achieving in your life, diving headfirst into the deep end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're going to think, we're thinking big and big comes in all shapes and sizes, (laughs) but, but we're thinking big. We're not making ourselves small anymore.
0: No. Let's take up space. Shall we break? Let's
1: break.